This week on the Ed Newsstand Podcast, as Oprah likes to say, you get a resource and you get a resource and you get a resource. Everybody gets a resource. Resources to fill every stocking for every need. I have been scouring social media and found a ton of great resources for you to share leading up to the holiday season and then after the holiday season to reinvigorate your students as they come back to school, whether they are in person or whether they are through distance learning. That's right. This week's Ed Newsstand podcast, all about resources. It's time to find out what I have in store for you. Let's dive in. So in this time of distance learning, I've really gotten interested in TikTok and specifically finding teachers on TikTok. And so I found a lot of resources and I wanted to share out those resources kind of and group them together because a lot of them were just game related resources or fun related resources for students. And I thought this was a great time to do that um, specifically for before holiday break because most districts and schools have that um, here two or three days before break. And yes, you've got some content that you need to deliver, but you also kind of want to have fun with your students before the holiday break, right? Um, and then these are also some things I thought could happen after the break was over because it's hard to get going. I know even as a teacher, it's hard to get going into um, school after holiday break is over. But if students know specifically that they have to do distance learning longer after the holiday break, maybe these are some ways to ease students back into school after the holiday break is over. So what you'll see on the newsletter this week is you'll see some um, uh, phones here and the phones link specifically to the TikTok video. And then above the TikTok video is the specific user um, who told me about this idea. So what I want here to show you is that if you click on the phone, it'll take you right to the video and you can watch the video based on the topic that it's next to. If you click on the username at the top, this one is queen with three N's K21. And then you can go and see all of their videos um, on the on TikTok and see other resources that they've shared. And then if you click on the computer screen, the computer screen will take you to the resource, specifically a link to that website that you can then access and play some of the stuff on that website. So I wanna show you some of these resources that are available and go through some of these games that um, these teachers have shared on TikTok, all right? So the first one I wanna talk about is gartic.io. And you can see here that I'm logged in. I'll log out real quick. So when you get to the website, you can go to the rooms here at the bottom and you can play the rooms. You'll see in these rooms, these are the people. So this is a five player room and this one is full. It's in English. Um, there looks like there are, um, you can get a total of 180 points and whoever gets to 180 points first wins. So you can kind of go through here and look at the different topics that are available. You can search for topics as well if you want to do a specific search for topics. But as you move through here, you can see that there's tons of different topics that you are drawing pictures about. It's basically just Pictionary for students, but it's on the computer. It's on the iPad. You can see up here, you can get the apps for Android and iOS. When I log in, so I'm going to log in with Google. There are a lot of different ways for you to log in. I'll log in with Google. You can see over here on the side, the last rooms that I played. Um, you put in your nickname, you put in the language that you prefer. And then when you're ready to go, if you just click play, a little 
advertisement will pop up. So you have to, it'll say, please wait. So I'm going to mute my screen. So it'll say, please wait. And then in a second, I will get the skip button. So here's my skip. It, it'll tell you, please do not draw letters, numbers, or symbols. I'm going to confirm. And then you can see here that the game is going on. So here are the people in your game. Here are the points that they have. And then the people are just going to start drawing. And you're going to try and answer their stuff down here at the bottom. So as they start to draw, they're going to give you a little hint, which is one of the options in the game. And as they start to draw, you're just going to start to guess. Um, and if you get it right, then you get a little check mark and sit, then it says you got it right. And let's just say Southwest. But the hint is it's five letters. And so you have to wait for them to write some more. And again, this is somebody doing their best here. So I'm going to say it's sweet. Looks like I'm close. Anyway, so I'm going to close out of this. If you want to make your own game, you can go to rooms up at the top, create a new room, and then you can pick your theme here at the bottom if you want, or you can then create your own theme. And you have how many players you want, maybe 30, maybe 50, how many total points do they need to win? Is the room visible? Yes or no? You don't want to make, um, you know, there's some of that. If you create your theme, then you just add your words to the list. And you can make your words easy, medium, or hard. Um, select your theme over on the side and then create your words. Now, you need to have 150 different objects in your game to be able to start. So think about that as you are creating your own um, theme to, to play games with your students. Now, if you do uh, a generic one, so maybe I click cartoon and I choose new room, the advertisement's going to run here for five or 10 seconds. And after the advertisement runs, we'll let this finish. I'm going to skip. Okay, now here is my invite my friends to my room. So I can copy this and I can paste this in my Seesaw. I can paste this in my Google Classroom. I can email it out. Uh, I can share it through the Zoom link and have students type it in. So there's a lot of different ways for you to um, share out your information. And then you'll see students start to populate over on the side. And after they get started, then the game will begin after you have the total number of people that you need to get started. So that's a pretty fun, easy way for students to start playing. You'll I'll show you the... Um, iPad app. So here is the app. You can see the app looks just like this. It's a free app to download. Students will download the app. They can change their avatar here at the top and they can choose play. There we go. I'm going to choose close. There is now students can just there. It automatically joins them to a game so they can do the same thing and, and add their stuff at the bottom. But if they want to specifically join a room, they would have to type that into um, their Safari browser to specifically join a room that you want them to join. So that's Gartic.io. I think it's a pretty fun little app. So our next resource came from Mr. Stellar Teaching and you can see all of his videos. Um, he has a lot of different resources that he has shared as well. And the website that he shared was brightful.me. And it's just a um, meeting game. So there are a lot of different games that you can host here with your students. So I'm going to log into this as well. And this is a free website for you to join for students to join. So when you are in Brightful, the meeting game here, so there are a few different games that you can play in here. 
So you can see here what kind of game do you want to play. Fast-paced, social, conversational. Um, if I choose, these are all the different games that you can play. So let's look at some of these. You've got Draw It. You can play Hearts with Students through cards, Gin Rummy. Question of the Day, Would You Rather, Mimic, Werewolf, Describe It. So a lot of different games for you to play. But if you just do want to do a fast-paced game, these are the fast-paced games. Draw It, Describe It, um, or Trivia. And so similar to Draw It, which we just had on Gartic gartic.io you can do that if we do describe it it wants from 3 to 25 players so kind of keep that in mind here so you've got your game room id you can copy the invitation and you can send that out to students in google classroom um, or share it in um, over a zoom and then as you will see more students will start to populate and then right here you get the how to play so it would best be played then without um, over Zoom, but then not sharing your screen. You would share the game room ID for students to get in, and then after that, um, students would not be uh, sharing their screen, nor would you be sharing your screen either. So if we, if I join this game, so I'm in brightful.me, and my game room ID here is, I'm just going to join this, and you can see here now that multiple people have started to join the, the game. And I'm going to say, I'm ready here on my iPad. And then when I am the host, I'm going to start the game with two players. Just so you can kind of get a sense of what this looks like. I can choose which categories I want. I can choose multiple categories or I can choose just one specific category. So I'll just choose pop culture. I have a time limit. And then every player gets a turn to describe. So this would be a good example here of knowing how many students are in your class and letting each student have a turn, right? So... I'm going to get this little um, thing on here and on my iPad specifically, I can see the word. So here's the word and I have to describe to somebody Mahershala Ali. And if you don't know who that is, he is a famous actor who won the Academy Award for Moonlight a few years back. And what the student's going to do is they are going to describe Mahershala Ali and they have time to describe it. So I'm just going to and if I get it, if I type it correct, then it go. It's done. It's it's in there. And then the student gets another person to describe. And I just try to guess as many as I can as they're describing them. And then you can see that they had a minute and a half, and um, they got two points. We did not get to Street Fighter. And then again, we just turn around, and the next student does it. So these are Brightful meeting games. Um, this is how it works. You just set up a game, send the students the ID, and they go right onto their Safari browser, um, or they go onto their Chrome, open up a new tab in their Chrome browser, and they play the game. So this can be played both on an iPad or on a Chromebook or on other computers or with an iPhone or an Android phone. Any way that you can get to a web browser, you can join a game of um, Brightful Meeting Game and just play a lot of these games with your students. All right, let's go to the next website. I found this one on Twitter. And it's called Blook It. And this one, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, this one I thought was really fun. Um, I did just a simple uh, multiplication table one. But these little things are so darn cute, I couldn't even stand it. And there are so many different categories of these things. So you can see that it's just, it's games that students can play. And they can jump in and they can play it themselves. So I'm going to log in. And you can see here that I... Um, I already have created one set of Blookit uh, questions for students. Um, but 
They There are quests that students can go on. There's news that you can read about. So they all have their Santa hats. There's a winter event. There's different workshops. So you can see here that I can discover other blookets. And so this is just the one that I did, the multiplication facts. But as you go through here, you can see, and students can play a bunch of these on their own if they want to create an account. So um, it's great. When you go in here, let's just say, let's go into character traits. So you can see here that I can host it. So if I click on host, now I can host this little book it with my students. And I can send them out a join code. I can select the game mode. So there's racing, there's a little battle royale, which is kind of fun. I did Tower of Doom, which was really fun. I only made it to level two before I died. Um, so that was kind of fun. Let's try the battle royale. So if I host this game, starting energy for each player, um, we can do solo, we can do team. So you can try this a few different times. We're gonna, I'm just gonna say solo, random names. I'm gonna host now. And then you can see at the top that I get the little code for Blookit. And I'm just going to log in with my uh, on my iPad here so you can see what it looks like. So you can see the student doesn't actually have to sign in. So I'm gonna, I have my game ID. I'm going to put in my game ID. Enter a nickname. So now I am waiting for the host. So I'm going to go back as the host. Here you go. I can kick kids if I want to kick kids. If I think that their name is inappropriate, I can kick students out and I can copy the link to join and send that out through Google Classroom. I can go full screen with students. So a lot of different ways for me to um, do for students to join um, through Blookit. So now that I have a few different people in the game, I'm just going to start the game so you can see what this looks like. It's going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Okay, you'll be randomly matched up against someone else. So if you have a lot of kids in here, then you're going to they're they're going to have to play against their friends in the class. So we're providing instructions right now. We're going to get our final showdown. And it's telling people on the iPad to look up at the host screen. So you are sharing this as um, the Zoom teacher or the Google Meet teacher. Okay. Last player with the remaining energy will win the battle royale. Okay. So here we go. So there are only two players, my iPad and my phone. And they are going to play, be playing each other. So you will see which does not fit. So you're going to look at this. I'm going to say um, athletic. And this one I'm going to choose wrong. And I'm going to choose smart. So the answer is sent. You can see the responses. And similar to Kahoot, everybody is answering the same question. You will see the results and how everything worked out. So my iPad beat my phone. So my phone loses one little charge. You can see that it lost a little charge over on the side. And so now, again, they, they have to play each other because we have um, only so many players. So we're getting this again, does not fit. So just a fun little game. I'm going to quit that. Um, look it. I've got, um, I'm going to go back to discover show you the little multiplication facts. I'm going to play solo this time. And this one is really fun. Um, the one that I did was Tower of Doom. I've also tried a little cafe, but what happens here is you get these cards and you collect cards and then you play uh, randomly against the computer. So the computer gets cards. And as you move through, you want to try to pick strength, charisma, or wisdom to best the computer. And if you 
the more you get correct or the, uh, in a row and the more times you beat the computer in a row, um, the better off you're going to be. I don't need a tutorial. So you can see here, it gives me my question. I got the question right and I'm going to choose a card and I want ones that are rare instead of more common because they usually are more powerful. So I'm just building up my army right now. So now you can see here's my map and I have to move through my map and use my lives and get all the way down here to this exclamation point. And I start with a hundred lives. So as I move through, I accrue coins and my coins go up here, which allow me to buy more cards. And when I get to robot areas here, I play against the computer robot. So I choose my card and I want to make sure to get them right. And then charisma is my biggest one. I'm going to choose charisma. They had a bigger charisma, so I'm going to lose 5% of my heart. So that is Blook It. I'm going to quit this. There are a lot, tons of games in here. If you are on your dashboard and you have created a Blook It, you can look in here and I'm going to edit this. One of the great things in my Blook It, this is the last thing that I want to show you. Okay, so Blook It is really fun, but this is the feature that I really wanted to highlight most of all because this blew my mind when I saw this. So I'm going to go in here and I'm going to create a set. So I'm just going to give it a generic title. You can give it a cover image, a description, public, private, manual, or Quizlet import. So if I quick click on Quizlet import and I create my set, look at this it shows you exactly how to import from Quizlet. So anything that's available on Quizlet, you can create a Blook It for. So I'm going to go to search Quizlet. And it, look, it's Quizlet. So the world is your oyster here on Quizlet. So before I um, search Quizlet, I'm actually just going to log into Quizlet so I can get this right. So now that I'm in Quizlet, I can search Quizlet for all kinds of things. So I'm just going to say computer. So now when I'm in here in computers, Here's a Microsoft Word exam, 262 terms. So I'm in the Microsoft Word exam. If I go back to Blook It, I can go to the next step here. So what it's showing me here is how to export. I go into Quizlet. I look for the three dots right here. I have the export button. Choose this, choose export. I'm going to copy the text. I'm going to go back here to Blook It. Next step, paste this information in here to Blook It, add my questions, and now it's done. So you can see I have all of my sets in here. I can save my set, and here is my set, my title. So you can play solo, and when you're in here in Blook It, you can choose your game mode. They give you four different game modes to play, but it's that easy to import things from Quizlet. So if you have things in Quizlet that you've already made, you can easily make a Blook It. Or if there are things in Quizlet that you want to use or go and look for, you can easily create a Blook It based on things that are available in Quizlet. So one of the coolest features that I found in Blook It, and this is one of my favorite resources that I have found um, that have been shared with me through social media here um, while I've been home. The next website that I found that was shared through Twitter was oodloo.org. And... Um, I've been having a little bit of trouble with the website. Um, and so I'll share just a little bit of Oodloo. Um, and if you want to give it a shot, you can certainly do that. Um, here are some content and games in Oodloo. You create some games for students and they can play them. So for example, state capitals. And you can choose the game that... So I'm just going to do the fly plane game. So how to play is 
Press the screen or left click the mouse to fly the plane, collect the stars and avoid the black cloud. And it'll switch back and forth between play and no play. And if you get it wrong, it will be a no play. Capital of Minnesota, St. Paul. That time I get to play. So this, it's not arrows, you're clicking the button to go up and down and I did not do it. So that was how you played that. So a lot of different games that students can play um, and it kind of goes back and forth as to um, if they can play or no play. Usually when they get it right, they get to continue to play as many times as they want. To create a question collection, you just add, name that collection, hit continue, and you can create your question. So you can bulk create questions. So you can choose your question type. You can see matching pairs, missing words, sequencing, true, false, multiple choice, type the missing word. And then there's a lot of different phonics choices here as well. Um, here is a question reference library. So after you have created um, questions, you will get a library reference here. Um, or you can just create general questions. So you can see the same choices here that you can add. Um, image multiple choice, textual multiple choice, flashcard statements, sequencing. So some of the same things that I mentioned before. A pretty nice little thing that game you can play with students. Um, it does take a little work on your end to get this all set up, but um, it is pretty fun for students to be able to play because they don't know um, whether or not they're going to be able to get a chance to play or not, and then they can just kind of play it as many times as they would like. So you can see here there is a there is an iPad app, so students would create their they can register themselves with a username and password um, to get that started. You can also manage your groups. So you can create a group for your students. So I can say first period. And here then I can enter students and I can have the students join the group code. So another quick, easy way for you to um, enter students. So you can have students enter the student list here. So I can say, Troy, add students to the group generate or upload students and I can get a little form here to fill out for these students which gives them a username and a password so that when they are on the app or they log into the website on their Chromebook um, they already have that information ready and set to go here so you go ahead and create the stuff for the students ahead of time and um, then get them signed up for Oodloo okay so the last gaming website that I found is called wordwall.net and I also saw this on Twitter. So um, when you head to WordWall, you can see here a lot of different resources for you to play. So they already have examples of different resources that are available in here for you. Um, addition up to 10, we'll just take a look at this one. So the great thing about WordWall is that when you're playing, you have interactives here. So the kids can pick the different interactive that they wanna play right here and different um, activities have a certain number of interactives, so they might not all have as many as you like. So when you're in here, you're playing, and you're just going to drag the answer to the right space. That's all this one is. And the great thing that I really like about this too is if you create a resource for students, and then you decide that you student one of the students can't handle it, then it does give you printables on the side for this same activity. And I can click here to submit my answers. But you can see here over on the side, here are my printables. So I can students can draw with matchup. There's a frame. They can take a quiz. Um, they can play bingo. There's some categories that they have to assign. But now that I have these in here, I can press submit my answers. 
It's going to check all my answers and tell me which ones I got right and which ones I got wrong. And if I got them all right, it will give me a time. And then it will add me to the leaderboard. And then I can start again and see if I can up the leaderboard. You can change the theme if I want to be a whiteboard theme instead of the other way that I had my theme. So this is um, WordWall. And if I log in, you can see here that we have some different games that I've created. So we have a Pac-Man type game. So on this one, it's square roots. So students are given square roots and they have to maneuver their little Pac-Man guy to the right answer on the square root board. We have a Romeo and Juliet category one that I created. So this one, the students would take a screenshot and submit the screenshot to Google Classroom for you. And then this one was um, students in the Midwest where they had to, was a labeled diagram. So in this one, similar to the one with the math problems, as students move these things around, so if they match up Missouri, Missouri moves so that the line works best. If I put in Iowa, now Iowa is going to bounce around so that things are um, working correctly. Minnesota will probably not go through South Dakota. It'll try to move up these last two here. So you can see they all bounce around. I can click submit answers. Same thing. It'll check my answers, stop my timer, and then add me to the leaderboard so students can um, try again if they want to. And then again, we have over on the side, we have all of the printables for the game. So really, really great activity for students um, that you can create and share out the activity um, for the students, embed it in your in a website. Um, here are some more options to rename it. You can share it out here. So here's my way to share this assignment. I can set it as an assignment for my students. I can make it public. So if I click share assignment, I can give it a title, I can give it a deadline, I can show the leaderboard and allow the students to show answers or start again. So a lot of different ways for you to share out this assignment with students either through Seesaw or through Google Classroom or, or any other learning management system or way that you wanted to share out this. Okay, two last resources that I um, wanna share. The first one specifically is ICT Evangelist puts out an app vent. So you know your advent calendars. This is an app vent calendar that gives you um, 25, 24 to 25 different apps um, throughout the month of December. So currently we are on day 19 and you can just scroll back down through this blog post. But as you see here, some of the Swift playgrounds was day um, on December 18th. Nearpod, um, Flipgrid, Numbers from Apple EDU, Google Arts and Culture, OBS Studio, Edpuzzle, Google Earth Voyager. So just different resources. Some are apps, some are websites. You can go back through here from the ICT Evangelist and look at the AppVent calendar to see which resources maybe you are most interested in. And so it's just a blog post from a specific person who is sharing a resource that has been cultivated by the ICT Evangelist. So the app event calendar, it's put out every year um, and ICT Evangelist has a lot of other great resources for you on the website. So I definitely recommend not only checking out the app event, but also checking out some of the other resources on ICT Evangelist's website. This is huge and I can't stress this enough how great it is. I have done this uh, a few years in a row, um, but Matt Miller ditched that textbook, the ditch, summit um, you can see here this little icon here is um, matt on twitter this link here goes to the ditch summit and then this link here goes to ditch that textbook website what what the ditch summit is is it is a free 
professional development summit for you with different videos and presentations from people. It started on December 14th and it runs through January 8th. You can get free graduate credit um, and professional development credit. Just watch the video and at the end of the video, it'll tell you how to download the certificate and you can use that. So once you sign in here, so you put in your name and your email and you sign up now and then it'll take you to this screen and it'll um, tell you that just be patient. You're gonna get an email about this summit coming up. Once you get the email, you're going to log into the Ditch Summit and here it is. You can watch all of these videos. Educator Survival Guide, Google Slides and PowerPoint templates. This thing blew up on uh, last week. I don't remember what day it was, but on Twitter, it just absolutely blew up um, some of the stuff that was going on um, with Slides Mania. Um, and I'll talk about that maybe in another podcast. Here's some games, Jamboard. Um, you can see here Soundtrap and here's some other stuff too. A lot of cool stuff here. And then if you scroll down even farther, you can get to the other summits that have we've they've he's had in the past. So check out these different Ditch Summit videos. Um, a lot of great resources on here and don't have to watch them all, but just kind of look through some of these and see which ones maybe spark joy in you and which ones are most interesting and things that you think that you could utilize in your classroom with your students, not only for distance learning, but just like in the future. Um, things that you want to try and utilize maybe throughout the rest of the school year to um, really impact your students or make a change in, in some of the ways that you're delivering content. I know things are changing drastically this year. Um, and so we're rethinking our classrooms and the way that we're delivering our content. So this is a great way to maybe jumpstart that if you're just hanging out at home and want to watch a short video on um, and gain some pre free professional development on some sort of idea. Check this out. Um, it's a great resource and something that comes along every year. I can't stress enough how exciting and stuff it is. All right, the last thing that I want to share is just something fun. It's not a game. It's not professional development. It's just, it's something fun that you can try with your students. It's called Pixton. And um, earlier this fall, I created a Bitmoji senior class picture. So the students created their Bitmoji, the seniors created their Bitmoji, sent it to me, and then I created a picture, a class picture based on their Bitmojis. But what Pixton is, is it's a cart, it's a comic book maker, but it's also a class picture maker. So if you click on Pixton, it will take you to their website and you can see here, everyone can make comics. So there's educators, students, parents, business. So I'm just gonna go to the educators part and I'm gonna log in. So I've gone through all the steps and the last step that I have is to get my classroom ready. Um, so what you can see here is you've got different, it's, you have different packs and it's free. If you wanna start to pay more and get more packs, you certainly can. So as I create comics, I've got those. So if I go into this comic book maker, I've got different backgrounds I can add and I can add panels and characters and, and those sorts of things. But that's not the coolest part of this. What I really wanna show is the class picture. So I'm gonna go into my new classroom and I'm gonna add my class and let's just, I don't know, click one, computers and tech. You can choose which one you wanna do. I'm gonna choose use their Google ID and this is what's gonna happen. Students are gonna log into the class using their Google ID and then they are going to create their, um, their avatar. And then in your class, you are going to have create class picture and it's going to generate a class picture based on how the students have created their avatar. 
and you can change the background. So you're given some free backgrounds with the free edition of Pixton. Um, and then you can generate, maybe you want a Western one, maybe you want a Christmas one, maybe you want a, uh, a fall picture. Then you get a class picture and you can print that off, share it with your students, um, use it as a header in Google Classroom, post it to your Google Classroom, let the students share it and download it. Maybe they wanna add it to their wallpaper on their Chromebook or on their iPad. Um, but this is awesome. So you can go in here and you can make my avatar. So here you go, my, here's my class picture so far. I'll choose next step. And there you go. So one of your choices at the top is you can see your students' comics and you can see your class photo. So as you, student join link is here. I can copy this and I can send it to Google Classroom. I can send it to Seesaw or any other learning management system and post it there. Um, and then you're all set. As your students start to populate, your class photo will start to populate as well. And then you can choose how you want to share it out. So here you go. You can do a winter theme. You can do a Christmas theme. Maybe we want to be at the beach. So a lot of different choices for you um, with your class photo. And I really wanted to share out Pixton because Pixton is, um, I think, really cool for creating fun, quick class photos, especially in this time of distance learning for a lot of teachers and students. So those are all of the resources that I have here in the newsletter this week. Um, I hope that you find one or two of them that are going to be beneficial for you um, or helpful or fun or things that maybe you just kind of put in your back pocket that you want to try out for uh, later on in the school year. This is going to be my last newsletter and podcast for 2020. I will pick up the newsletter and podcast um, when 2021 begins. So I invite everyone to have a happy holidays and enjoy your time off and make sure to rest up and recharge for the last half of the school year. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Troy. Find old episodes of the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram at Ed Newstand. And you can download my app to stay up to date with my content by scanning the QR code or by going to ednewstand.glideapps.io and saving the app to your home screen. You can also find all the resources I just mentioned in my newsletter and watch the video I made on my website at ednewstand.weebly.com. I'm Troy Reynolds. We'll see you next time on the Ed Newsstand Podcast. <laughs>